Hello and welcome to Live Talk. We are coming to you live from Studio 7 at the Voice of America in Washington. I'm your host, Jonga Kandemiri. Tonight, we are discussing the 2023 Africa Cup of Nations Games currently in underway in Ivory Coast. The tournament kicked off last month with 24 African nations battling it out for the cup. But first, a look at what is happening elsewhere. A new poll says Americans are concerned over Joe Biden's handling of the economy, despite the administration's repeated touting of positive economic figures. The survey puts Biden's approval at 38% in January and predicts a tight race with challenger Donald Trump. VOA's Anita Powell reports from the White House. To hear the Biden administration tell it, the U.S. economy is on an upswing. Over the past three years, President Biden and I have lowered costs, created opportunity, and are building an economy that works for working people. We have created more than 14 and a half million new jobs, increased wages for tens of millions of Americans. Today, consumer confidence is up and consumer spending is an all-time high. And although we have more work to do, let us be clear, America's economy continues to be the strongest in the world. The head of the U.S. Central Bank, which fiercely maintains its independence from political pressure, agrees. We feel like inflation is coming down. Uh, growth has been strong. The labor market is strong. Um, we're, what we're trying to do is identify a place where we're really confident about inflation, get it going back down to 2%, so that we can then begin uh, the process of dialing back the restrictive level. But a new poll from research firm Ipsos shows that a rising number of American voters don't buy it. And that's hurting Biden's re-election chances. Biden uh, is entering into 2024 in a weakened position. Um, we have him at this point at 38 percent approval rating. Um, and that's important because uh, based on our experience or historical experience, uh, a sitting president at 40 percent approval rating approval rating or better, has better than a 50-50 chance of winning the next election. Voters' top issue, Young says, is the economy. And not the bigger trends, but the nickels and dimes. Peel that onion away and they're really worried about inflation. South Carolina's Democratic voters overwhelmingly supported Biden in a recent primary. But even supporters say they feel the pinch. Groceries are high, um, higher than we've seen in a while. Gas is also. But what I'm encouraged by is mortgage interest rates are beginning to go down. That, Young says, is a new spin off the Clinton-era political saying that American voters share one priority. It's the economy, stupid. It's, it's actually, it's the, the inflation, stupid. And, and by the way, we really don't know how inflation behaves relative to politics, relative to public opinion. We haven't had a lot of experience in the United States in, in the last few generations with high rates of inflation. Donald Trump has touted his economic acumen to voters on the campaign trail. The former president, however, is facing four criminal cases and a civil judgment over alleged business fraud, in which he's accused of wildly inflating his net worth. Is that likely to sway voters whose minds appear to be already made up? The world will find out in November. 
Anita Powell, VOA News, the White House. In Arare, Magistrate Ferris Chaganyuka has convicted opposition politician Job Scala for communicating falsehoods prejudicial to the state. Scala's case stems from a 2021 case where he was accused of spreading falsehood that a baby was beaten to death by the police. His lawyer, Jeremiah Bamu, explains what transpired in court today. We have just come from getting the judgment against uh, Job Sikala. The magistrate found him guilty of publishing or communicating falsehoods prejudicial to the state. A reasoning is that uh, simply because his name appears on the Facebook account and his face appears on it, it should lead everyone to believe that it's his account and he's the one who made that post. The prosecutor made an inquiry whether he should remain in custody or be taken into custody. They did not make any application for accused to be remanded in custody following his conviction. So the court made a determination that he be, his, his bail continues since he has already been on bail on the matter and there was no breach of his bail conditions. After today, we will be filing an appeal against this decision. We do not believe it's a correct decision. We do not believe that it accords with the law. Uh, that was the Scala's defense lawyer, Jeremiah Bamu, speaking in Harare. Back to our topic. The Africa Cup of Nations tournament currently underway in Ivory Coast has brought excitement among soccer lovers across the country and continent with semi-final games played today. Currently underway is a match between Nigeria and South Africa. In the other semi-final match, host Ivory Coast are facing the Democratic Republic of Congo, or DRC, at 10 p.m. Zimbabwean time. Many Zimbabweans who follow soccer are, however, putting their money on South Africa, with some even going as far as predicting a final of Sadiq's remaining teams, DRC and South Africa. The final is on Sunday. What are your predictions? Please stay tuned as we take a brief break. In times of change, when the world seems uncertain, and what we hear doesn't reflect what we see, we seek the truth. When we are told only part of the story, we lose trust. In moments of crisis, our dreams, hopes, and wishes for a better tomorrow depend on a free press. At Voice of America, we bring you the stories that people take risks to see. We connect the world and unite it with truth. At Voice of America, we show you the whole picture. Uh, for those that have just joined us, we are streaming live on our Facebook pages, VOA Shona, VOA Studio 7, and VOA Ndebele. We are also live on YouTube, VOA Zimbabwe. Tonight, we are discussing the 2023 Africa Cup of Nations Games currently in Ivory Coast. To discuss this in depth, we are joined by independent sports commentators, that's our sports commentator, Brian Musekiwa, who is based here in the U.S., in uh, the state of Maryland, and uh, former ZPC Kariba coach, and you also um, 
Matema, he was in Harare, and Rima is a sports director, Nesbet Moyo, also in Harare. Welcome to our live talk show, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Yes, uh, thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Jonga. Thank you. Thank you so much. Let me start with you, Mr. Mutema. You are a coach uh, by profession, and uh, currently there is a match between South Africa and Nigeria. What can you say about the composition of the two teams and their successes so far? Uh, good uh, evening, uh, Mr. Dunga. Good evening, our listeners. Uh, I must say that um, uh, this is really a balanced game so far. Uh, with uh, both teams playing identical football, that is the one, two, three, three formation being used by Nigeria, and with points, South Africa just done the same, uh, coming up with the same formation. Uh, on goals, um, Nigeria, there's um, their goalkeeper, who is Mwapali. He has just considered one goal in the tournament, and it's been actually very uh, good on goals, minimizing uh, payment on the team's defense. Then the defender of Ekong is uh, partnering Ajay, then the wingbacks are Basay and uh, Olina. And the center of midfield is Onyeka um, and Iwobi uh, and Samuel. Then uh, the three forwards are the men has been out in from Nigeria, and another Lockman, uh, Victor Smith on the center, and Simon. This is what completes uh, the lineup for, for the Nigerian squad for the game. Then, so that we have responded very well also. Putting in um, the likes of Pesitao, uh, Makopa, one is the three forwards. Then the midfield is Tore, Zulu, and Mukwena. And that team actually has been well uh, taken care of by William, who actually had some race during the final shootout in a game which. We managed to have a breaking sense of uh, four clear courses, which actually makes South Africa to progress to where they are at the day. Thank you so much. Uh, please do stay on the line, Mr. Mchema. Let me go to uh, Mr. Musekiwa uh, before I go to Mr. Moyo. Mr. Musekiwa. In the other semi-final, uh, there is a game that is to be played uh, between Ivory Coast, the horse, and the DRC. Congo or the Democratic Republic of Congo. What's your predictions and uh, your say on the successes of these teams so far? Yes, uh, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Jonga, for for bringing me into the uh, program. So, uh, on the game between uh, Ivory Coast and uh, and uh, DRC Congo, I'm predicting Ivory Coast to be able to overcome. Um, the DRC based on on two or three sectors. Number one, um, Ivory Coast is uh, more experienced uh, at this stage of the tournament than the DRCs, and also uh, they are also hosting. Uh, it's a host nation, and host nations usually they have an advantage of the supporters in front of them. And also the other thing is, if you remember uh, Ivory Coast when they played with um, Mali, uh, they showed their resilience, determination to withstand uh, any adversity. So I think um, that game really 
made the Ivorians believe that they can do it and, and win the tournament. And the fact that they were given another break, they were given another second chance to be able to participate after they were nearly knocked out of the tournament and they had to get into the, back into the tournament through the back door. I think those factors are going to motivate uh, Ivory Coast to be able to win the champion. I'm putting my money on Ivory Coast. Mm, thank you so much. Uh, let's hear from uh, Mr. Nesbet Moyo. Mr. Nesbet Moyo, the match between South Africa and Nigeria, they've played 53 minutes uh, so far and they're still 0-0. Uh, zero, zero. What do you have to say about this? Did you expect uh, these two teams to go this far in the tournament? Thank you, Mr. Jonga. Good evening to you all. following from wherever you are. Um, from what I can see, um, Mr. Jonga, it's not a lot of people that we're expecting either South Africa or Nigeria to have come this far, but uh, it's the tribe all and sundry, and they've come this far. But anyway, looking at uh, what is happening today, um, I must say there are two attributes that I'm seeing uh, on the two teams. Uh, Nigeria with their short passes, and uh, they're evolving their play around uh, Iwobi, uh, there's Aina, there's Osman, there's um, uh, Simon, and uh, they've been probing. They've been probing with South African defence. Like if you check the first ten minutes, Nigeria were probing, and we were so much expecting that a gold come through. But to their credit, South Africa has been uh, able to stand their ground. And uh, that's another attribute that I would want to say about this South African team. They, they are not faced by the occasion. And uh, to their credit, they have uh, held firm. And they, 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 they have this tenacity and uh, this ability to soak the pressure, uh, hold the ball, and be able to uh, spray the attacks from the back. And they've been doing quite well. It's... Um, it's only a lady like that has not been on their side. Otherwise, the first uh, 45 minutes, South Africa had maybe three opportunities uh, to put the ball in the back of the net. But to their credit, Nigeria's defense, uh, obviously led, marshaled by uh, Trust Ekong, has done a reasonably very good job. So, um, yeah, it's been in, in, an interesting uh, swing um, from one end to the other. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Mutema. South Africa is uh, the only team that is mainly made up of uh, locally based talent, and uh, they've managed to stand this far. What's the secret here? Uh, I, I think you can see the composition of the transnational team. It is uh, players who actually are playing uh, at high level uh, from Sundown. Uh, Remember, Sundown has been dominating African Champions League, where they've been actually at the team beat. And uh, it has been proven that uh, it has been just an easy job for Coach Ruth just to come up with the squad, mainly comprising of uh, Sundown players in the spine of the team. 
And I must also say that South Africa has been doing very well in terms of the development, uh, in terms of the next um, uh, they resort to them, the infrastructure, and how uh, the sponsors uh, actually are helping uh, the club to make sure that the level of professionalism is at a high level, and also they retain those uh, very good players to play the little football. That is the secret for South Africa. Uh, that's what I can say. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Msekiwa. These teams or these nations have met three times, and uh, on three or those three occasions at the Afcon, uh, Nigeria has been prevailing. What's your prediction today? Mr. Msekiwa? Yes, uh, sorry, Mr. Jonga, I was on mute. No, I was saying head to head comparisons. Uh, in predicting the the future outcome, it's, it's very very important. Um, yeah, but but from the look of things, uh, if you look at uh, how uh, teams have prevailed in this tournament, it looks like uh, most most of our as fans are being caught off guard in 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 using that uh, type of analysis in in, in uh, de determining uh, the result output. So based on what I've seen so far uh, in the first half. It's everybody's game. Uh, I can see the team that scores first will be able to to win the tournament. The the key is to to score and, and defend the the lead. So so yes, Nigeria has won um, for the time when they met with South Africa, but it's very very hard now to be using that kind of um, you know measure to see who's going to win the tournament. Regaitings, Governor Mr. Nesbet Moyo. Vamoyo, a Trugona would to Jacata is Jacasanga and a Catatu, Mumakuia, Afcon. I see Pamitabometer to you, Nigeria, Yanga, Chikunda, Munga, and I re Pines and Gashanduka, Kanaku Zokorova, a question of Boitica, Noro, and doing. I'm not going to come Democratic Republic of Congo, ne South Africa. Some are predicting that uh, it will be a Sadiq affair in the finals. What's your uh, predictions or what you can tell these people? Uh, not 
Before I uh, go back to our guests, let me just read what uh, some of our listeners send here, their messages here, uh, messages from uh, our listeners. Uh, there's uh, Richard Moyo, who is in South Africa. Anzi, nasikuma kuerere chaiwo. Asi panopera mutamboi, dinona South Africa versus DRC. Wachi, zata risiravakari kuti Nigeria, inge yako zosangana na Ivory Coast. Ndufunga warukuta risakuti mamirwe jikwata, jinege uchipina mfainari, ndufunga warukuona South Africa ne DRC. Then, zinege zako zotambira, namba ye chitatu ne, namba ye china, ili Nigeria ne Ivory Coast. Kwa wea otina, tinotenda si machona, Anzi taneta nekuisa namba musingati foneri asimunoda kuti heka kwete mkoma tinenge tichikufonera sizimungwa namba dzinoramba asi zvataita nasi kuverenga message yenya matumira kuno ya forge madura viva south africa viva yeah, i think he is uh, routing for south africa to take this uh, uh, trophy or to win the, this match then uh, there is uh, forge madura anze ma south africans uh, Nema Zimbabwe nzi, kana ma Zimbabwe nzi akangaa wina, ama South Africa nzi apembele, sewa mune ita. Asimi munoti South Africa kana ishitamba kana yaka wina. Mune ita ngemucha dirisa interneti. Uh, Ikona ye kudaro, ndi mkoma afo uh, jima dura au. E, maonera au. Regaiti zokere kune nyanzi zedu, let's go back to our uh, guests. Um, Mr. Mutema, you are a seasoned coach. You have uh, coached many, many uh, teams in the... Uh, uh, EPL in Zimbabwe. Do we see Zimbabwe emulating what South Africa has achieved so far? You working with uh, locally based talent? Yes, I ask you a question that uh, can we see Zimbabwe emulating uh, this uh, feat that South Africa has uh, done so far? You are working with the locally based players but achieving so much was nobody expected them to reach this far, I think. Uh, 
for us, it's a different story. Uh, our league, uh, I can say, is a poor. Uh, I'm sorry to say this. Uh, we have a teaching whereby the team can cover about 3,000 a month just for operations. This is including the building making, paying for making, and also clear up. And when the season ends, a team will get 75,000 US dollars. So this actually is another picture that is affecting uh, our local guys, the players in their office, like uh, this is the Portuguese town. And also, don't forget that last season, the situation whereby a team was to travel more than 300 kilometers to pursue a home to show the infrastructure. Uh, it's eradicated where you can just find stadiums uh, uh, later on in Harare, which is the capital city, where all the stadiums could uh, condemn uh, to make both a domestic uh, game, uh, later on in the game. So I think um, we're falling way, way behind uh, to make one for something and other sovereign uh, counterparts. We still have a long way to go, and I think we have just Mr. Msekiwa, some analysts say that uh, for Zimbabwe to uh, exceed or excel in uh, soccer, I think the players themselves need to have an attitude that is positive. Do you think that is lacking in Zimbabwe or it, it has something to do with the administration of uh, soccer in the country? Yeah, it's a, it's a combination uh, of factors. Um, a player himself uh, has to be committed. He has to have some form of discipline to be able to succeed in the sport. It's just uh, the best, those are the basic uh, fundamentals of, of success. Then also, uh, there's also a need to have uh, a good infrastructure to be able to develop talent. So in Zimbabwe at the moment, uh, we don't have uh, good infrastructures that can uh, help young talent to be able to prosper in their uh, in, in the sport. Mm -hmm. So, so having uh, good structures, having good um, uh, youth development uh, programs, and also uh, the government should be able to hire uh, uh, coaches or. Uh, Trainers with with international uh, expertise to be able to help these youngsters. I think having all those uh, things uh, is going to be of of help. And if you look at South Africa, the reason why they are successful is because I think I think um, their um, 
and therefore, since they won the Nations Cup in you know, 2 uh, at one point, their soccer level went down. But from the time they hosted the World Cup in 2010, I think they yes. managed to utilize those, those uh, uh, structures to be able thank to, you. to be successful. Thank, thank you. Uh, thank you, Mr. Mam Sekio. Let me just update. Uh, I think currently Nigeria is now leading 1-0. A, uh, a goal that was uh, scored by... Uh, a Kong in the, I mean, it's in the 67th minute. So it's Nigeria one, South Africa zero at the moment. Uh, let me leave you to finish whatever you wanted to say, Mr. Msekiwa. Were you done before I go to Mr. Moyo? No, I was saying uh, the success of, of uh, South Africa right now. Yes. Yes, we, we may see it as the as if it just came from nowhere. I think they managed to, to work on it. To, to work you. on the 20, 2010 World Cup structures to be able to, to build their teams. To Thank you so much. Uh, let me go to Mr. Moyo. Mr. Moyo, you are an administrator, a soccer administrator. What's your last word? Mr. Junga, for this opportunity to also hear from. Mr. Kema and Mr. Mkena. I must say that uh, this this tournament, I hope uh, Zimbabwe gets to learn the nitty gritties of our football. Thank you. It's become big business in in the world. Thank you so much. Should, uh, Thank you so much. I'm very sorry, Mr. Moyo. Time is uh, against us. And that brings us uh, to the end of our show. And I would like to take this opportunity to thank our guests, Mr. Brian Musekiwa, Mr. Nesbeth Moyo, and Mr. Nusam Mutema. I am Jonga Kandemiri, signing off in Washington.